0: Welcome to Two Gals in a Glass Half Full. We are Dr. Jess and Dr. Bobby, two physical therapists just trying to live healthy most of the time and doing our best to see our glasses as half full. Some days that is much harder than others. So we interview others more knowledgeable than us on topics that we don't know about or sometimes you're stuck with Dr. Jess and I sharing our knowledge and information So make sure you hit the subscribe button below to stay up to date on all the two gals happenings. We have some exciting things and works in coming in 2023. So I'm really excited. Um, We're talking about goals this month and I'm super excited for our guest today. But first, Dr. Jess, what do you have in your glass?
1: I have some water. So I'm doing my best to try and really finish multiple bottles per day. So I'm towards the end of bottle two, so I have one more to finish, and that's gonna wake me up in the middle of the night to pee. But you know what? I'm gonna stay hydrated. Um, so I've got a little bit of um, sliced cucumber in there to make it a little more tasty. So, uh, so Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass?
0: I plain old water as well. So mm-hmm. I'm
1: just staying on that theme, I'm only on number two as well. So I know, trying three
2: is <laughs> three is tough. tough. Yes. Yeah
1: goal setting right there yeah. yeah all right so um with us today we have a uh somebody um her name is uh dr scott so um if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself sometimes it's easier for you to do the intro than for us to kind of like wander around and then uh we'll get started um but first what's in your class
2: yeah so i have a cup of Irish black tea it's called berries um so I was really intentional I love the glass question and I wanted to be like really intentional about what I chose for that so um tea drinking in Ireland is like a religion so they're it, they're actually the second highest tea drinking country in the world I did some research this morning yeah, yeah. Um, Impressive because they're a pretty small country but uh-huh. um so it's just sort of this like hospitality thing in Ireland and sort of this like extension of friendship so black tea also has a lot of health benefits so I am a naturopathic doctor I practice natural medicine so I liked I love to use tea as medicine because it's kind of like a really great way to get herbs so black tea is super nutrient dense and for a lot of different reasons um Irish black tea in particular is really strong so it's very high in antioxidants, um, which can help like find toxins and lower cholesterol and balance in insulin and blood sugar, and um it's high in something called tannins, which is like a binder. So that helps bind toxins too. Cool. And um, yeah, just in Ireland, just kind of culturally, it's the symbol of like warmth and friendship. So I thought it'd be a good lead in to our
1: conversation and meeting That's you guys awesome. and having you yeah. on, me on so. I love it. I have a glass of tea or a, like a mug of tea pretty much every afternoon. That's like kind of like my go-to. I actually, just finished it right before this, <laughs> um, for, before this meeting. So, um, so I'm glad that you're like validating the decisions I'm making. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I, I'm one that has never liked tea, and like as an adult, like it's one of those things that like you just know or you hear is so good for you. So like, I slowly, I'm like trying to add like tea in and I started with like the super uh diet green tea that's that probably has no real tea in it um but just to get the flavor and then kind of slowly very slowly progressing into teas it is a slow process for me
2: yeah the tea I'm drinking right now is is definitely strong but yeah it's cool that there's so many health health benefits
1: to that so right absolutely so um so talking about you know being in january goal setting uh the biggest like topic we want to cover during this episode is when we're talking about goal setting for health it can be pretty easy to put a number on that of like, if I'm just this like certain weight, then I'll be quote unquote healthy. Or if I just exercise this X amount of time per week, um, then I'll be quote unquote healthy. And we wanna kind of take a step back from making a goal that's like just a number based and kind of step back and like, what's the big picture of like, maybe if we're setting a health related goal, like what do we maybe wanna consider about, what would be in that goal? And so it's a, this is a big question, but like when you're talking to somebody, it's like this general, like, I want to be healthy this year. Like, I really want to work on my health. Like, what are some of like the big picture topics that you would typically bring up of like what we consider to be like kind of good goals to shoot for, for like healthy goals? Yeah.
2: Um, when I'm talking to a patient in general, like my first goal for myself as a doctor is to meet somebody where they're at. So that's whether like their level of investment, their effort, the cost of different treatments as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but a big thing about when I'm working with somebody is they have to be ready to make a change. So when I'm kind of evaluating, um, you know, my job is to educate people motivate them, empower them, but like they have to be the one to really do the change. And I think, um, just the way that i practice and naturopathic doctor's practice um we we have these different principles that we kind of work off of but doctor as teacher is one of them and so doctor is derived from the latin word docere which means to teach so doctors should be teaching their patients about their bodies and about what's going on and they eat these foods or take these supplements and like why they're doing that so i think a big part of like achieving the goals is not like, oh, I read about this diet on the internet and I'm just going to do this for a month and then like fall off the wagon of that, because it's not like a truly, like, I understand the why part. And I think that what I try to do with patients is to help them understand that part to like, so that they know why this is helping their bodies and everything. So I think that like the, the knowledge and understanding of the why for a patient is really important to get like more of a commitment in that way. Um, Yeah. And then I think just making like goals that are achievable, that it's not like one eating my whole entire life. And it's, you know, small steps over time that it's like this kind of health journey versus like, I'm just doing, you know, this one thing for a short period of time, that's gonna I'm gonna burn out and like fall Mm -hmm. off and then go totally back to my old ways. So, right.
0: I like the small steps, because I, I think sometimes we and I'm going to say we speaking for myself, um, but we as humans, sometimes we're like, okay, we're so excited to do something that we make, like, as you said, 180 changes, but reality is, is our we're not going to be able to sustain those 180 changes. Like we need to take a small change and sustain that and make that a habit and then kind of go to the next step and next step versus like just trying to 180 completely turn your life around uh, may not be as realistic.
1: Yeah. I think like when, you know, as far as like being in physical therapy, we set goals on a regular basis when we meet with a patient, right? It's like, what's going on? Where do you want to be? And then we set those goals long-term and then we, and then we cut them back into short-term goals that are really achievable to keep us on track with making sure that we're going towards that long-term goal. So in our profession, it's just kind of how we've been trained to think That you're constantly trying to get to that like those achievable short steps so it you don't get lost in the the way to this long-term goal because that's so easy to do and like every time i have to do a progress note it's always like a pain to like stop take these measurements whatever it might be Mm -hmm. however it really keeps you on track because you're like whoa like, I completely forgot, like, where you were, like, you're crushing right now. This is great. Um, Like, I totally forgot we were even dealing with this. We might be undershooting a little bit over here. Like, we're going to bump this over here. We're going to push it a little bit harder over there. Because otherwise, like, you might under treat a little bit, or you could overdo it a little bit. And so I think when we're goal setting for ourselves, it's like, I just have this long term goal. But it's hard to, like, have these, like, achievable steps. And that creates the sustainability because it it helps you not veer off and lose your way. Um, And working with somebody that can help you with that could be one strategy. Like working with a healthcare provider might be something that works for you um, or maybe not. uh, But I think kind of gaining some wisdom from other individuals can be helpful for getting the knowledge that you need to set those steps in place. Um so this has helped me in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: I like I like how you talk about like educating. Like I feel like that's so important and not just in healthcare. Everywhere I used to coach gymnastics and if my kids understood why I was asking them to do what they were doing, they're much more willing to do it or much more willing to follow and I think that's the same we see in physical therapy. I mean, if I hand a patient a paper, piece of paper and say go do these exercises about 2% are going to actually do it. (laughs) But like, if I sit down and have a conversation and explain to them why, and they understand, then the compliance is a lot higher. Right. So let's yeah, go ahead.
2: Interesting too, like, um, just like you're saying, like doing checking progress over time. And sometimes you don't realize how much progress somebody is making. I treat a lot of patients with a lot of like really chronic kind of complicated health issues so sometimes like maybe their biggest complaint is their fatigue and so like they're you know we're checking 6 weeks later and maybe their fatigue's not much better and they they're like I'm not any better but then I ask them all these questions in our first visit like okay how's your digestion your bowel movements all these things and like maybe they were like constipated and going to the bathroom like Twice a week and then I asked them again on that visit and they're like oh well yeah that's not an issue I'm going every day but my energy is not different I'm like yeah but like you've made you're, you're so much healthier in all these other ways and it's kind of like reframing that for them too, that to stay on track and that you know can go for simple things too but it's like mm-hmm. um yeah like maybe it's like man I hit my steps goal for the day every day this month and like mm-hmm. I didn't realize because like the scale hasn't moved much but like I'm hitting all these goals and so it's kind of like reframing that, like, I'm doing these healthy things, even though like my big long-term goal we have, we're not there yet. Like look at all these little wins that we have along the way.
1: Yeah. I think that's like when you're working with somebody that can help keep you focused a little bit. I think that can be helpful when you have a really big goal. Uh, Like I'm going to lose X amount of weight and you really want to keep that off Sometimes it can be hard if you just do a dietary change or just do exercise or just do something without any support. Um, I mean, you can, there's supportive groups and all of that kind of stuff, and it doesn't always have to be something financial. However, I do think that when we're talking about health, including your provider into whatever your health related goals are, is I think really important to have that open dialogue. So that way you can stay on track and any of the features that, the provider might need to be helping with like you're gonna let them help you (laughs) because that's all part of it um so like let's say you've got somebody that comes in they're like i really like my biggest thing is i want to lose weight like because that's that's a big thing that you know i hear it all the time like Mm -hmm. if i just lost x amount of weight my hip wouldn't hurt or you know um and and it's like that is something i mean losing weight does decrease stress on joints right so like yeah you probably would feel better but like you know your left hip person your right hip doesn't you got the same weight on both so like there's probably something else going on as well uh however that's like a big topic right like i want to lose weight whoa that is like really complex like when a healthcare provider hears that you're like do, 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 do. like so <laughs> much is going on you're like okay where do i even start and and i think maybe people don't quite realize that that there's so much between digestion, endocrine system, movement, pain, sleep, recovery from sleep. I mean, whoa, where do you even start? Like, where do you, or like, how do you like, okay, I'm going to go to the next step. Like, what are, like, what are your steps?
2: Yeah. I mean, and thinking like you said it perfectly, it's like all of these things you have to consider. So I think, and like framing that for people too, but I usually start with like uh, so my first visit with every patient is an hour and i'm really diving into how they sleep their digestion their menstrual cycle for example if they're mm-hmm. female um you know their diet their exercise like i ask all of those questions so kind of getting the, what their goal would be a realistic goal would be it's not like oh it's like the weight i was when i was a senior in high school and i've had three kids since then you know i mean like yeah. thinking about like realistically like where are we that we could actually right um hit something um and yet yeah, just kind of framing like I think one thing like and I'll tell people this like calories in and calories out is a piece like it doesn't matter who you are you can't lose weight without diet and exercise so like that part has to be there and being honest with yourself about like am I really trying and uh, making the adjustments that I really need to be to like get to whatever the goal is. And, um, so like thinking about that and I do have patients where they are and it's like, why isn't things moving? Like I'm doing everything right. So I think kind of saying that like a little bit of tough love, if they need it on that part, like, I mean, this really has to be there, but then exactly like you said, like looking at, I treat a lot of thyroid problems like that impacts metabolism, sex hormone balance, insulin resistance, microbiome and your gut bacteria inflammatory foods if you're exposed to different chemicals and need to do some detoxing I mean like all of that it can be like a little of each of those things you know oh yeah
0: now are those now are those things that like if someone was just go to a doctor and get lab work done just general lab work are those things that they would their doctor would pick up in that or is this something a little bit more special like specialized that they'd have to go further deeper into
2: It probably would have to go further deeper. I I would say like they would maybe do like one, there's this one blood test for a thyroid issue. It's called TSH thyroid stimulating hormone. So they might do that. And like, sometimes they'll do a T4 level. So that's looking at the thyroid, but it's just like the tip of the iceberg on a thyroid problem. So you, you might catch a thyroid issue with just those two tests in like the most obvious cases. Um, but there's so much digging to just like do like literally a full blood panel that is like run through a normal lab and covered by insurance. It's just a matter of like doing a little bit more. So I've caught, I mean, there's plenty of times where I've caught a thyroid issue that was like undiagnosed for like decades because they just, they didn't run a full pan. Not, it's not their fault. I mean, that's how they're tra- Conventional doctors are trained It's something against them. They're doing what they're trained to do, but, um, But yeah, it was just never, it was missed because just a full panel wasn't done, you know? So, yeah, because I know
0: there's a little bit of a difference, like looking at more of a holistic viewpoint, you know, versus conventional. And um, I've always been very interested in the, like the holistic and looking at the, like, you know, as you mentioned, the minerals and the toxins and all that stuff that's like kind of built up in our blood system and in our system in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like just looking, even if it's, we do all sorts of functional labs too, like we can do super in depth, like one that I do a lot is, um, it's a stool test for like digestion health and looking at the microbiome and things, but I, we do like specialized hormone testing and, um, but even just with regular blood work, like I nitpick that too, because normal and optimal are two different things. So like, just because you're in the normal range, whether it's hormones or vitamins, like, it doesn't mean that your body's functioning optimally. So we want, like, we all want to feel awesome. Right. So um, so looking at that for people too, is like something that I do a lot in or always. <laughs> in practice.
1: Yeah, I think that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I've had a number of, patients you know in the past and some have worked more with like functional medicine or holistic medicine versus like conventional medicine and i think uh it's just it can be a really big difference in what is considered and um how much nutrition can play into it because like what we're directly absorbing is huge and like even how it affects our hormone levels and not just weight um inflammatory markers. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's just really complex. And so I think there's not just like a one size fits all diet. There's not a one size fits all blood test. That is pretty simple. That can catch everything. It's, I think like the more that we can take a step back when we're looking at our health and saying like, I actually really want to just be like, like you said, like optimal, like not just, okay. Like I want to be optimal. Mm -hmm. Like I want to feel great. And then if you are and you're, everything's balanced and you're eating well and you're moving, likely your weight's going to kind of have a positive impact, you know, mm-hmm. and you're going to get to a weight that's healthy. Um, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are. I'm like If you really want to drop some significant weight, a lot more work has to go into like getting there versus sustaining it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've got kind of two different things there you know so let's say we have somebody that is like really like and they know they significantly need to lose weight you know good amounts what would you say is like a healthy amount of weight to kind of lose as they go um, to then get to that sustain point like per week per month type thing
2: Yeah. I think usually just kind of the general recommendation would be like two to two and a half pounds a week, I think would be safe. Um, you don't want to do like another thing too, with losing weight too quickly is our fat cells sort store. So like, if you're like losing weight, detoxes the body. So people can feel bad if they lose weight too quickly and it can be kind of like more of a negative impact. So, um, I think definitely just like recognizing that I have this, this journey ahead of me and it's not, I'm not gonna be at my goal in a month, depending on what that goal is. I mean, right. just being having the realistic, like headspace about it. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, that part is really important, but yeah, even these like gimmicky things, like, you know, that there's certain like diet things I've had, I've seen patients who I haven't recommended them, but like it works for a little while, like it works when they're on it. Yeah. Cause you're in this huge caloric deficit. And then as soon as you stop, the weight comes back on or these different medicines, like phenamine, for example, like I've still seen that prescribed, like it's a stimulant. So yeah, you'll lose, it'll work. Like you'll lose weight, but like, is it the healthiest way you can't take those things forever? So then is it, you know, Mm -hmm. then it comes back or sometimes people will gain even more. So yeah, it's just not the best strategy. And I think people having to be in the right headspace, mm-hmm. of, like this is a lifestyle change is like a really important part to that too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know I did. Um, and I won't say the name, but it was just very, it was a, it's not a diet. It was a very healthy for a few months or, f- or for four weeks, mm-hmm. just getting really clean um, taking out, trying to be all, all organic, organic, including meats and stuff. So there wasn't, you weren't restricted in the amount you could eat. You're just restricted in staying away from like grains, like a uh, bread and anything that is known to cause like inflammation in the body, just to kind of, uh, to figure out like what your body reacts to poorly. So that way, you know, like going forward and it was amazing in that four weeks, like I ate more than I normally ate. I felt amazing. I had no migraines. I slept through the night. Now, granted, I would say around week two, my body was like, I felt horrible. I like almost was like, oh my gosh, going through that, like detox of the sugar withdrawals, like, you know, the fake sugar withdrawals Mm -hmm. because you're still allowed to have fruit and stuff. So you still could have like natural sugars.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But man, it was amazing what food can just like food alone, like putting good whole food into your body with that alone can how it can change. And I think I did it for five weeks. And I lost I was eating more, but I lost like 15 pounds. And I didn't work out a single day. But it was just truly eating, you know, really clean and healthy, lots of vegetables, fruits, lean protein.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's amazing what nutrition can do. And it's I think that's That's such an important thing. And what I talk to patients about is like eating just whole foods that like grow from the ground or like, you know, the the perimeter of the grocery store is a good um, kind of guidelines to go by because foods with all these crazy chemicals and a lot of times it's not our fault. It's the food industry that puts all these crazy things and sugar is so in everything. Like, oh my gosh, if you look at food label, you're like, why is there sugar in my I've found sugar in my garlic salt before I'm like I'm <laughs> like theres there's no reason um so yeah even it's just amazing that like the chemicals in those foods and the preservatives and things if you're eating this like whole Foods diet like it sounds like is what you did then um and you can eat as much yeah you're not restricted and you're like I can eat as much of the healthy good foods that I want to because it's not causing all these like inflammatory processes in the body because it's stuff that's like not natural to like things that we should be consuming so yeah,
1: yeah it was pretty amazing so, and that does that goes back to the lifestyle change though because it is harder right Like I had to
0: do a ton of prepping um yeah. you know like in during this and I did it I did it really because I was um I was at a point in my life where I was really sick if I ate like anything I ate I just, I had a lot of stomach issues, so I felt better not eating, but then if I went not eating, I felt sick again, and that's not, like, how you can live, so I did it for five weeks, and I did it, like, strict, like, super, super strict, and it, it was amazing what it could do, and, and then when I kind of went back, it was amazing to feel what those other foods, like, how they feel back in you. Yeah,
1: well, and hopefully, like, you start to feel like, okay, what is my baseline, and then like, what's my balance? I mean, that's why for us, like we're just, you know, we're, we're busy right now. We've got two kids trying to, we're both working full-time and we just decided that we, there's these like pre-prepared dinners that are all whole food, all organic. Um, and it's kind of saving us right now for dinners, at least we, we prep our lunches and we prep the lunches for the boys when um, we prep their dinners. Uh, but at least our meal prep, we don't have to do also prep our dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like, but I'm just like committed, like we're eating whole food. Like that is, if it, if, if it doesn't come out of the ground and when I recognize what this is then we don't eat it. Um, I mean, there's some stuff like, you know, like you know, some granola bars, we just try and limit high fructose corn syrup and try and as best we can with some bars. Um, but for the most part, we really try and just do like this is a piece of broccoli and that's what we're going to eat (laughs) Not (laughs) covered in cheese or anything, just broccoli, uh, just an apple. (laughs) Like, um, and it, it, you know, it, I, my stomach is so much better. Um, I used to have all sorts of, you know, just never felt great after I'd eat until it's like, Nope, I'm done, you know, but there's that lifestyle change that has to happen. I mean, it just is, it's a commitment. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's interesting, like
2: people, and I see this all the time in practice, I treat a lot of digestive problems, but um, like you get so used to feeling crummy that you think it's like you're normal and that you don't know what good feels like until you start to feel better. And then you're like, oh my God, like I've had patients even where they're like, they told me they weren't tired. And then six weeks later, they're like, oh, I was tired because now I feel awesome. So it's <laughs> like, they just, they're living in this like cloud of whether it's like, I'm always bloated or I'm always Mm -hmm. fatigued or I never sleep well. And it's just, that's what my body does. And this is normal for me, you know, and they just kind of go through life thinking that that's just like the way that it is. And I think, um, especially with kind of speaking again on the like, committing to certain diet changes, for example, or like a a plan and a lifestyle change. Like once you start to feel better, if there is a certain food that really makes you feel bad, like it's almost that you like cheating isn't worth it because you feel so good when you don't have it. So you don't even feel restricted. It's like, I don't even want that. Cause like I know I'm gonna pay for that. And so it just doesn't appeal to me anymore. And I I'm happy and you know eating this way or whatever it may be. So
0: Mm -hmm. that's so when I graduated PT school I was very very poor and my mom sent me off as I moved to Arizona uh with like goldfish tuna and I could afford water like out of the tap and so for like the first two weeks like I literally had goldfish tuna and like you know something else but like really small and then the first paycheck I went and I grabbed my gallon of milk I got this 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 and all of a sudden, my, all my stomach issues were back. And I was like, wait a second. And so literally since that gallon of milk, I have not drank white milk like since then. And it doesn't even taste or sound good anymore to me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so so for someone that wants to start, like maybe they don't even know they have like a, you know, they don't even know their stomach's bloated. They don't even know like what feeling good feels like. We're in there on this journey and their goal this year is to make them to be healthier, how can they start or what could they do?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think definitely seeing some sort of, whether it's functional medicine or naturopathic medicine, like a doctor that's going to really listen to like all of those symptoms to help connect the dots, because sometimes you're not connecting what's going on, but like the doctor who's listening to the whole story might be. So um, somebody that has a bit more time to kind of listen to a full story, I think would be a good place to start. And then, yeah, as far as just like achievable goals, I think a lot of times people think like I have to, I have to be eating keto and like doing deadlifts in the gym every day to be like healthy. And there's so many like little things that you could do to get started at least. So um, just different goals. If somebody's like, oh my God, like everything, they have just everything that they need to change, starting with small achievable things that I talk to patients a lot. One would be like, just make sure breakfast is healthy every day. Just start there, get a really good breakfast in and then we'll go from there, you know, and that at least you're focused on that. And then like, maybe a couple weeks from now, breakfast feels good. You're comfortable with that. You're not restricted. Then let's make lunch super healthy and then kind of go from there. So um, those would be like little ways to get nutritional things in that are like achievable. And then um, as far as exercise goes, that's exercise is harder. Sometimes I think like, so getting people moving, I think is like, if you could put the benefits of exercise into a pill, like God, we'd, <laughs> <laughs> we'd like cure so many people, yeah. but um, one, like what I just suggest to people for that is a goal of, and I don't know what you guys as PTs I mean, you know, obviously even more about that than I would, but, um, three yeah. hours a week. And I'll tell, I'll frame it to them as like, there's 168 hours in a week so like we should be able to give three of them to exercise and it doesn't matter like at that point it's like walk your dog i mean it doesn't matter what it is just do something you enjoy doing and start there then we'll get maybe we'll get to deadlifts in the gym i don't know but um doing something small
0: mm-hmm. yeah. i always tell people i mean it depends on where they are um i um have some family members that are um very much their exercise would be literally standing up every half hour or every hour Just Mm -hmm. literally standing up, maybe walking to the bathroom, walk water, like walk 10 feet and that's it, you know, and for them, that would be like a huge improvement in their extra daily exercise. And then there's others that, yeah, they need more
1: than that. That's their normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even like I tell people all the time, like, so you can't walk a mile. That's okay. Can you walk to your mailbox and back? Well, yeah. Could you walk one house down and back? Yeah okay like that's okay like when I was like you know after like my c-section woof like I was like (laughs) that was me I walked to the end of the driveway and I walked back and I was like done but then you know what the next day I walked down the driveway and I walked down the sidewalk one house and I walked back and then the next day I walked two houses And so, and you know what I didn't do? I didn't say, I can't believe I only walked the driveway. I was like, hey, I got outside and I stood up straight. Well, I wasn't up straight all the way, but like straighter, you know? So each little bit that you do, you just make it like a little bit more achievable. Uh, So it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to run this 5K. Um, If I can't really like walk a mile, start with like something achievable, And then, like, grow off of it into whatever it is that you really do want. Because sometimes if you don't have that longer goal of what you really want, you kind of get lost in the middle of this, like, somehow you walk a couple of houses, and then it gets boring, and then you forget why you were doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, oh, wait, I did want three hours a week of exercise. Why was that again? Oh, because every system of my body benefits. Literally, Every possible system in your body improves when you exercise. Mm-hmm. So like for us, we're like, yeah, like <laughs> this is our jam. Um, and then when you look at the research, you're like, holy goodness. Like it is so like clear how good exercise is for you. Yeah. But how can you make it fun and enjoyable? Do it with somebody, have a partner, go to a classes at a gym, like uh, you know find a buddy to like I run twice as far when I run with somebody than when I run by myself and somehow my legs aren't as heavy like it's like what <laughs> like just having somebody next to me sometimes it's bobby in my ear um, <laughs> like I need someone to talk to I'm doing a long run today <laughs> um, and trying but, like, new
0: things I think is important too you know like not saying no to oh I'm not gonna like that like just try it you never know
1: I mean, yeah, worst case scenario, it wasn't fun. Okay, try something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, perfect. Well, I think like, like just basic nutrition, whole foods, exercise, big goal, three hours a week, typically a cardio like around 150 minutes a week and then strengthening in as well. How you disperse that. Just depends on you, your level, what you're interested in. Um, But you will have health benefits if you do that, like 100%. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, So, um, and I think we heard something about, like, a detox that you were doing. Um, We were kind of curious about, like, detoxes. Like, it's a big thing, right? Like, I hear about people doing them. And so, like, I'm super curious. Some of them sound crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some of them you're kind of like, really? Like,
1: is that healthy?
2: Yeah. Totally. Um, Yeah. So we're a lot of people ask me about doing like I just need to cleanse in January after the holidays. People will talk to me about that all the time. So this year I decided, like, let me just do a virtual workshop to so I can like give all whoever wants to cleanse together in a community. Like you said, I mean, I think there's so much to be said about people kind of going through a similar health issue or having a similar goal in mind where it's like my workout buddy who I run two times faster when I'm doing that. Um, I think same goes with doing something like a detox or, and that's why I kind of wanted to create that too, is sort of this like community event that like, we're all doing this together and, um, you know, we're all in the same boat learning about our bodies and everything. So, um, yeah, we, there's a cleanse. It's we do it, we sell a lot of different supplements that are at Whole Health Chicago too. So it's a cleanse that we've sold for years. I've put people on it, um, you know, depending on what they have going on all the time. But um it's so it's 10 days. It comes with a protein shake. It's called the 10 day like clear change uh detox program. It's the company's called Metagenics. And um, it comes with a protein shake and then like a liver support supplement and then a really just specific diet plans. So it kind of gets a bit more restricted as the days go on. So days five through seven, you have like really specific foods that you can eat, but you increase the protein shakes. So you're having like four protein shakes a day. So they're just pretty particular about, um, just the different foods. And like you kind of mentioned earlier, just with inflammation and everything. So that's sort of the, the premise of it, but, um, so the detox that i'm doing it's a live um it's will be like a zoom call like a live hour long webinar talking about like what detoxing is and how to do it so the the timing that you do the supplements and just like a sample kind of food menu and a shopping list sort of just like giving uh, i'm going to be doing it too so just basically like this is my shopping list of like what i'm going to be buying and doing over the next 10 days um just so we can all kind of do it together so um so yeah that's the the plan for that I'm excited about it. we've had a lot of people sign up already so I'm I'm we there's still like a couple days until it's on January 9th so yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes but
1: yeah right. I think that's awesome I think uh it's like such a good thing to do at the beginning of the year of like okay like I'm gonna like Clint detox kind of get rid of some yucks get feeling good and then it's like it almost like, like sometimes with like, you know, when we're feeding the kids, we call it priming the pump. Like you just get them going a little bit with something that, you know, they like, and then you sneak in the stuff that they really need to eat. Um, <laughs> it's almost like priming the pump, right? You start feeling a little bit better and you're like, oh, I could consider X, Y, or Z now that I don't have this bloating and, you know, cause like who wants to go for a run when you're bloated? I don't. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I want to exercise, but I don't feel that great. I'm tired. um. So this could be a way of like, kind of getting everything, like feeling a little better. And then you're like, I do have the energy to do 30 minutes at the end of the day or get up a little early and do something. Yeah. yeah
2: I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think about it that way, but you're totally right. I think that people kind of can't even, sometimes they're just too tired or yeah, maybe they're too mm-hmm. blown into like, even think about making a change. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I just feel bad all the time so yeah I mean something like this where it's like okay I'm focused on these 10 days and just think about it as like the short term like these right. 10 days I'm going to do this thing and then yeah maybe your goals after that for the rest of the time are more achievable because you're coming like you're approaching it from a place of strength you know where right. like your
0: body's a bit more
2: vibrant in that moment so yeah that's a that's a, a really great way to put it
0: yeah. and I've never done a detox like that but I know when I did that well I guess kind of what I did was a detox in a way it was just a longer version a little and not um not through like liquids and stuff but it was amazing afterwards like how much just food tasted different like I felt like I tasted the natural flavors in food a lot more and then when I had something with I think one of the first things I had was like a Moscato wine because that's like you couldn't have it so for five weeks I couldn't have it And I just wanted a glass of wine with friends. And I went to like my normal favorite that I had before it and I tasted it. I was like, oh my gosh, like it was so sweet. Like I couldn't, I didn't finish it. I remember being like, I can't, this is way too sweet now. And they all kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but I was like, I promise you it like tastes different. Like just foods taste had, I don't know how to describe it. It was more of a flavor, Mm -hmm. um, not so
1: much the salt or the, it was just more flavorful in each of all the food. Yeah. And your brain starts to not seek the sugar. So, because like when you take the sugar out and then it realizes that it doesn't need the sugar because it's been looking for the sugar, uh, then that's like huge. Like how much, like you're saying, how much sugar is added to things is crazy. And the level of sweetness in the not real sugars mm-hmm. is like <clears throat> so much higher than like of, you know, like a sucrose and, and, um, or fructose rather in, in fruit. Um, so <clears throat> it's crazy. Like yeah. what it does to your brain. Yeah. First oh, it, was,
0: it was crazy. Yeah. And like that week too, like you just like, it almost is like questioning. Cause you feel so terrible because like the first few first two, three days you feel great, but then you start going crashing. Like and that body is like really seeking that sugar. Mm-hmm. And it's like that next, like 10 days, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing to myself? But if you can get past that, um, it's
1: amazing how much better you feel. Yeah. Setting realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not always like a joy ride, (laughs) (laughs) but then you get the benefits later. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, um, Dr. Scott, thank you so much for coming on. We will definitely be including all of the information about your detox, just in case anybody else is interested in joining. Uh, sounds like a good first step. If you have a health goal, maybe something to try, uh, trying some whole foods, trying some exercise. The rest of the month of January, we're going to be continuing to cover goal setting in different areas, like more like spiritual recreational goal setting, some financial um, career goal setting, you know, all the real fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to uh, dip into exercise our lovely uh, category that we enjoy in um, uh, February. And so that way we can kind of like continue on all these trends and then we'll jump into nutrition in March and then it just keeps going from there. So everything really is trying to build on itself so we can be supportive with the content that's coming out. Uh, so if anybody, uh, wants to follow us on social media, definitely do. We're on Facebook. We've got a closed group and an open group. We're on Instagram. And, uh, we also have a, uh, subscribers membership where we have, it's called two gals insiders. So anybody that wants more of that community-based, really more like some specific achievable steps that you can do each month with a group of individuals that are like-minded, um, check out our website, two gals, two gals.com. And it's all in the, um information below in the episode as well. So we are here to be supportive or, um, as much as possible. All right, everybody. So thank you so much. And we will uh, see you soon.